Hello, hello. Welcome to um, the Kindness Company podcast. Um, this is episode three, and today I'll be talking about kind of what we've achieved this week um, as we um, begin our journey to building um, the Kindness Company and um, building um, a thousand schools with our chosen charities um, for children in Sierra Leone. Um, so this week has been quite sort of quite calm, I guess. No surprise turning my voice. <laughs> um, and the reason it's been quite calm is because actually I've been focusing very much on the product. And it's really funny because when you spend a long, long time on products and working through samples and designs and all those kind of things, sometimes it becomes a little bit hard to imagine them coming to life and you actually get into the point where you can launch them. Um, and there are a hundred other things racing in my head, actually, that I would love to do, but I'm trying to stay kind of on track and focused um, to make sure that we um, get the samples in, that we get everything signed off um, so that we can then start the launch. Um, And then the launch is obviously sort of filling up my mind at the moment as well in terms of the best way to do it, Um, especially when you're bootstrapping a business because you've got to kind of figure out, you know, how are you going to raise the money for all of the stock? How are you going to raise the money to start building the community and get the name and word out there? You know, where are you going to go to start reaching out to influencers to hopefully get them to support what you're trying to do? Um, so there's lots going on in my head. But um, this week in particular, as I said, I focused on um, the development of the product. And I had a little bit of sad news in that the manufacturer we were originally starting to work with, unfortunately, um, wasn't able to create the sample to the standard that I wanted so that was a little bit sad and a little bit of a blow um but however all these things are meant to either meant they're not meant to be or I guess they've been brought to kind of challenge us so um that was my first little hurdle that I've had um but because I'm really clear about kind of the products that I want to create and I'm very very clear on the quality and type of testing that's needed um and all of those things I was able to quickly go out and see if I can find um another couple of suppliers so what I've done this week is I've been working with a couple of different um, manufacturers um still ethically produced that was really important to me um and because I had all of the patterns and I'd done all of that work, um, it was quite easy to kind of go, well, look, this is what I'm looking for. Can you at least try and do, you know, one or two? So both manufacturers have now gone off and they're producing um, two different samples of the product each Um, and I've also been um, working on the packaging this week as well which I'm really excited about because I love packaging I'm a packaging person Um, and I think that just makes the present extra special Um, so I've been working on the designs of the packaging and again we've signed off um, with a manufacturer to get samples made um, in the design for the packaging that I would like as well so at the moment I'm waiting for two different sets of samples to come back um, for the products and I'm waiting for the packaging sample to come back as well um so hopefully they'll be with me the next five to seven working days which is not that long and then my plan is once they're back um there normally some adjustments to make with samples um to get them right but because we're launching with eight to ten products um you know, then what will happen is then we'll get run through the process again to get the manufacturers um, to actually ensample the rest of the range. Um, and then we can then hopefully move towards launch and production and all those kind of things. And actually, I'm quite happy as well because I think the manufacturers we've, cha- we've chosen as well, um, I'm used to kind of working in the handmade world. And though these will be handmade, they've got um, a bigger team. And it's something that I'm not going to have to manage, which means I can completely focus on the business and growing the business and getting the message out there. Um, the other thing that I've been doing this week as well is, as I said, we've been working on the designs of the packaging as well. Um, I already know kind of all the CE testing stuff. So I know, I suppose from my previous world, which is great because as I always say, um, with being an entrepreneur, 
no matter how things turn out, you never start from zero. So I'm really lucky because actually I'm taking all this knowledge that I've had before and I'm able to apply it to the, to the new business and the new products that we're creating. Um, whereas before I remember spending months, just months working with different companies, trying to get everything correctly tested, understanding, you know, what was flame retardant, what isn't flame retardant. And now I know. <laughs> and I also know where to get stuff from. So I'm kind of experienced. That's kind of made this bit a little bit easier. Um, so that's all waiting to come in. Um, the other thing I've been working on or been trying to work on this week as well is the messaging because I've been working very, very closely and, and talking and with the two chosen charities that we're going to be working with. And it was really important to me that actually a build, you know, the, the business that we're building is a for purpose business, i.e. something that's going to do social good. And I think when you're building a company, it's going to do social good. You have to make sure that obviously the, the business model itself is sustainable um, so that you're able to kind of um, keep profit for the business to enable it to grow and expand and so that you can then expand the product range and then also be very comfortable with the amount that you're also donating um, and then understanding where that money is going to go and how you're going to be able to measure those results and quantify them so that you can then turn that into a lovely marketing message so people understand what it is that they're contributing towards so i think that's really important so this isn't um, a non-profit organization it is a for-profit business but it has a um for purpose um at, at its heart and it's kind of really exciting because i've been talking to both um the two charities which i'll announce soon and for one you know the the aim is to build a thousand schools for children in sierra leone and it's really because i find myself saying to people when they say what are you doing now i'm like I'm going to be, I'm build, I'm launching a company that's going to help build schools for children in Sierra Leone. And they're like, oh my goodness, did not expect me to come out with that. Um, and the most interesting conversation I had this week was actually with my little girl and she's seven. And um, we were having a cuddle yesterday and obviously she's watched me, she knows how much I love business. She's watched me bring businesses up. She's watched me spend time sort of healing. She's, she's given me cuddles. Um, she's seen mummy cry, um, you know, and, and she's seen lots and lots of stuff that goes on kind of behind the scenes in the entrepreneurial world, which sometimes I think we try to put on a brave face and think everything's going to be okay. But I think it's also really, really important to stop and stand still and recognise how you're feeling and then understand what's causing those feelings. Deal with it so you can move on. Otherwise, if you carry it through your journey, then it will just plague you. So one of the things we were talking about yesterday was about um, kind of the for purpose, what the business is going to be. And she was like, well, mummy, you know, it's great. That means we're, we're, we're going to be building schools for the children. And because I had shown her a picture, which one of the charities had sent me, which was, a, it was actually a lovely picture. And on the face of it, you would say, OK, there's 600 children studying under these trees and they've all got uniforms on. But when you dig underneath that, you know, because I know from a homeschooling perspective, even from like Alice's um, school in perspective, you know, she'll have beach school, she'll go and do forest school. So they try and get them outside as much as possible. And homeschooling, you know, as well, I know some of my friends who do homeschooling as well, they spend a lot of time outside adventures, you know, learning by nature, all those kind of amazing things. So you kind of look at a picture of 600 children under a tree and sort of go, okay, well, that's amazing. That's kind of what we want for our kids. But our kids have the choice to be able to go inside school when the weather's too warm or whether it's when it's raining we don't suddenly rock up one day and go do you know what the weather's changed or there's been something really bad has happened which means school is now cancelled and for the next few months and we don't have the interruption in our the education um, for our children as they do in Sierra Leone so actually managing 600 children who have to work on their laps under trees in the blistering heat or you know the, the poor weather um, is a pretty hard thing 
And so what we want to do is kind of work together to be able to raise this money so that we can build a thousand schools. Now, the cost of a school to build with one charity is eight to twelve thousand pounds. The cost to repair a school that's in kind of a bad dire strait is three thousand pounds. So obviously I don't want this to be a target that I can't achieve because I want to be able to build as many schools as we possibly can. Um, so we've been having some really great conversations this week and understanding, you know, how we're going to do this, how the model's going to work. Um, and then, you know, what the reward would be. Because like if people are you know, also hopefully buying the products for their children because they want their children to have the product because it's a lovely product. Um, but also know that you're leaving your mark on the world by helping build these schools, you know, and potentially be able to put your name or, or dedicate it to a member of your family or something like that. And I think when you're able to do something like that, you know, change the world doesn't necessarily mean get rid of, you know, famine or, um, you know, get rid of eradicate disease you know, though I'm sure that at some point in, in the future, past our lifetimes, that will be possible. But I think sometimes change your world, change the world is also leave a mark on the world. And I think that's what we're trying to do with the schools. Um, so Alice and I were talking and she completely understood that, you know, she, we were talking about the picture of the children underneath the tree and she understood that they would need the school because she likes school. Um, and then interestingly enough, she then said to me, mummy, do the children have uniform? And I said, she goes, well, I suppose they don't wear uniform. And I said, well, you can see from the picture they have a uniform. Why would you think that? And she said, well, because they, they don't have any money to go to school, so maybe they can't afford the uniform. And I said, well, interestingly enough, that's one of the things that we're going to be looking at is how we, the children can afford uniform, how they can afford the supplies that they need to be able to go to school with, how we make sure that though you've got the school, the teachers are actually trained to be able to deliver the right type of education that enables these children to go on and learn and, you know, improve, to have a generational impact, improve the lives of, you know, their families and their families going forward. So I think that's kind of really significant. Um, and so then she started sort of, it's really funny listening to like the way her little mind works, because then she said to me, well, then people are going to need help, but aren't they, mummy, if they're poor, that they're going to need help to actually raise money to be able to afford the uniforms. And it was really kind of like, it's quite a complex thing, cycle, if you think about it. And I sort of was chatting with her and saying, yes, well, that's something else that I'm going to be looking at with another area of my of my business is to hopefully be able to raise money that kind of gives people um, in Sierra Leone, families in Sierra Leone, business grants. So anything from a business grant of, I think, is something like between £60 and £210, I think that's the range, and can give them mentoring and can help them set up a small business. And a small business could be something like coal trading. It's obviously your flea type markets. Um, you know, it's very sort of focused kind of on handcraft, fruit, food, all those kind of things. And they live on, I think it's around £2 a day. And if you can actually create a business that's prof profitable, then some people have still um, will raise that profit bar to about £4, which is huge, right? You're almost doubling what their, their profit is and, and the money that they're taking home. So, and that's something I'm really, really passionate about because I think you can deal with the end part, which is let's get the schools up and let's get the children in the schools. But actually, if the families haven't got the money to buy the uniforms and to be able to keep their children in school, i.e. they don't need to pull them back to help them in the field or do something else, then actually, you know, we need to solve that too. Um, and I know I'm realistic. <laughs> I am realistic. Um, but it's been a real eye-opener eye for me. And I just think, gosh, if there were all the businesses out there, if we could, you know, I'm, I love business, no matter what my journey has been so far. And I just think if we could all just do some, some good, you know, 
not only what marks does that leave on our children and hopefully set them off on their own path, um, but actually what the impact we can have as entrepreneurs. And to be fair, I do think entrepreneurs will be the ones to change the world because we're the ones that will go out there, you know, we'll bootstrap businesses, we'll raise funding, we're the ones that will take the risks, we'll lose homes, you know, we'll rebuild homes, we will, you know, um, rebuild businesses, lose businesses, we'll fall over, we'll scrape our knees. And that's what entrepreneurs do. You know, we'll jump over sort of different hurdles because we truly believe that things are possible. And um, I don't believe in the word impossible either. So (laughs) I'm a bit of a nightmare. (laughs) But um, I do think, you know, that together we can actually, um, you know, effectively leave a mark on this world. Um, The products that we're actually going to be launching are for children. Um, And so... I'm really excited about them because they're slightly different from something I've done before. Um, and one of the things I've been toying as well this week is um, actually trying to decide what attribute each product has. So, for example, we have got a toy beaver, and it's a beautiful beaver. And it's going to, and it's handmade, and it's um, it's gorgeous. So they're slightly different um, characters than you would probably traditionally get. And the beaver is going to be all about teaching children about friendship. Um, and then, for example, we have a cow cow which is awesome because um one of the charity workers that we're working with actually called it a goat and i was like no it's a cow so we need to have a look at the design that was quite fun um and the cow's going to be all about adventure being able to go on adventures and things and so we're looking at attributes like self-belief happiness kindness friendship um courage creativity um and knowledge um and there are going to be a hundred more and i'll probably i will be asking for all of your helps as we as we go forward um but i think at the moment we're going to be launching with um with those attributes and and the different characters that support them and you know i really hope that actually they'll become sort of like a family heirloom and something that your children will be able to keep forever um as well and then also know that that those those items will have helped other children in the world too so i think sometimes um I think that's just awesome when we leave our footprint in that way. Anyway, so there's me rambling. So I think this week has been really interesting. As I say, it's been, I feel slightly slower, but as I'm recapping, actually we've done an awful lot. Um, and it's all these things that happen behind the scenes before you even become present. Um, we've been both growing the Instagram. I didn't hit my thousand target last week, which I was a little bit mm, about, um, but we're closing in on 800 now. So we'll be there soon. <laughs> so that's been interesting as well. But to be fair, I've been kind of, sort of growing that slowly and trying to work you know work out and get the products and everything so we can get launched in time in September um which feels like a long time away but we're almost in June um and then we've got the summer holidays um and then everyone's back to school and then we get our Christmas hats on um and and it'll be launch time and there's so much to do before launch time um and I've got to start shouting about it and telling everyone what the kindness company is here and what it's going to be doing and you know how it's going to be helping and supporting children and to build these schools in Sierra Leone so with loads and loads of stuff going on at the moment um which is quite fun I do have my days I'll be honest where I doubt it I'm like oh you know can I do this oh my goodness and then I think no I know I can do this but is it something some people would want and then you have those little niggly self-doubt moments in your head um but one of the things that I've been very very grateful for is that during my downtime I've been able to acknowledge those voices and understand what they're trying to say what's creating the fear and actually just face it and then just deal with it so that it goes away um happy (laughs) and then I can just carry on on my journey um so my downtime has definitely been um, a huge advantage for me um I think it's kind of changed me as a person changed me as an entrepreneur um 
but it's also made me very, very clear on my objective and what it is I want to achieve. Um, and I, th- I think at the moment I, I do feel I'm in the right place. Um, that doesn't stop the hundred ideas that I'm getting at the moment about creating other types of businesses and wanting to do a hundred things at the same time because I'm suddenly realising about mortality and that I'm in my fourth decade and there's still so much to do. And I read this amazing book um, called Choose Wonder Over Worry by Amber Ray, um, which I finished last night. I closed it off in a couple of days and it's an awesome book. And one of the messages that she says inside this book is that not to die with your leaving your gifts inside you. And I thought, my gosh, that's so true. So if anyone's out there wanting to write a book, if anyone wants to kind of, you know, do an art exhibition or launch a business or, you know, go and change the world, you know, that's 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 your right to do while you're here in the limited time that you have on earth. Um, and I think when we recognise that and we recognise our potential and we deal with those like naysaying voices in our head, you know, then actually choosing wonder over worry, you know, that's the best thing that we can do. So that's my two cents on my podcast for today. I'll be back with episode four because I'm still conscious that I need to explain a lot more about the Kindness Company and how it came about. Um, so I'll try and do that in the next podcast unless something else pops up and distracts me again. Um, but I hope you're enjoying listening to it. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping that I'll get to a point in my future where I'll re- look back at all of this and think, oh my gosh, yeah, that's where I was at that point. Um, and then hopefully see a really nice journey. But um, we shall see. And I remain optimistic. Anyway, I wish you all an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening and um, take care. Bye.